0: Hey Dream Chasers, welcome back to Cups and Convos, where we get comfortable and touch on some not-so-comfortable topics. This is your host, Martasia Person, and today I am drinking on something real smooth. I have a Honey Lavender Stress Relief Tea by Yogi. If you guys are not familiar with the brand, they have a lot of different intricate flavors that help you with things like cramps and headaches and bloating and all different types of things like that and i actually really love this brand um especially because they have like the cutest affirmations on the tea bags and it's just little stuff like that that just push the brand a little further for me that i love those little details this is um their soothing serenity blend and it is caffeine free which is ideal for me Because my doctor recommended that I stay away from caffeine while I'm taking this medication. I'm supposed to stay hydrated. So, this is my go-to as of right now. Yogi. Yogi is where I'm at. What are you guys drinking? I know I had made a post on my IG story a couple days ago. And I got a lot of good comments. Um, People were telling me different things like child let me go look real quick let me see if I can pull it up real quick um they were saying caramel iced coffee with soy milk dark roast black lavender london fog with oat milk child you doing the most So just different things like that. I'm definitely going to try what you guys are recommending. So just let me know what you like and I'm going to try it on the show and review it. So before I start this episode, I just want to let you guys in on just something a little personal. Last week, I know I talked about how I was feeling a little sick for a couple of days. Um, I was battling with these migraines and... I actually decided to go get checked out that following Wednesday. It's something that I've been dealing with since I was four years old. And as I've gotten older, they've just become worse. Like, they linger longer. They come more frequently. And I have more of what I call episodes where I end up in the ER because there's nothing I can do to eliminate the pain. Like, literally on the floor, crying, throwing up. If you guys have ever been in that situation, you know what I'm talking about, but it is the worst. So, over the course of years, I've been going to a series of doctors who've been telling me that my condition is normal, they're optimistic about it, um, you know, just take this medicine, and it doesn't feel normal, you know, going through that pain, and none of the medicine that they were giving me was working. And I will always result back to Excedrin migraine. Um, So I got to the point where I was taking like 12 plus pills a week. And as you can imagine, that's not healthy. And it's not a good feeling, you know, trying to live out my entrepreneur calling constantly on goal, but feeling a, a great amount of pain almost every day. So to make a long story short, I... Recently went to a different doctor who decided to take me serious, and last Wednesday, I went in for testing. Um, I got my test results back on Friday, and my doctor called and said that they found a prominence with my optic nerve, which is the nerve that connects my brain and my eye, and says that if pressure continues to increase or swelling produces then it will cause significant damage, possibly even causing me to lose my vision. Um, Yeah, the devil is a lie. Currently, they have me on five different medications, two in which I take on a regular. And my doctor said that that should help me decrease the pressure. But um, she also has me like going to go see another doctor who is a neuropathologist. I hope I'm saying that correctly who will assess and see if there's any swelling um, around that nerve and if I will or will not need surgery. So we're just going to pray. I'm just going to need you guys to pray for me in the meantime as well for the best results possible. I'm taking my health more serious than ever at this point. I don't even want to think about getting surgery. And unfortunately, the next appointment isn't even until April 14th. So I have a whole month that I'm going to dedicate to praying and fasting so that I can go into this appointment with the full anointing of God and anticipate like the best results, like the best results. Before recording this episode, I had to go on my Bible app and read over a devotional about fasting because I don't want to steer anyone wrong. Um, I fast because I need to get clear-headed and hear from God, especially in times of need. I need that discernment. I need that direction. And I wanted to make sure that I'm actually being effective and not just sacrificing a meal. So I needed to dig deeper. If you guys aren't familiar with the Bible app, I highly recommend it. Um, They have what's called plans on there that pretty much Tie whatever you're going through to faith, whether that's your business or exercising or your marriage, just anything. Um, It's very helpful if you're someone like me who didn't necessarily grow up in church and is still getting to know the word, to read up on scripture that is relatable to however you're feeling. There's a mood section where you can select anything from happy to sad And a list of scriptures will pop up. So definitely check that out if you just need some encouragement or just want to get deeper in your faith. Um, So, yeah, as I mentioned, or maybe I don't know if I mentioned this before, but the reason why I'm fasting is so that my state of health can improve significantly leading up into my next appointment. So that hopefully I won't even need surgery or... They can just tell me, like, girl, what headache? Like, you good. So I'm just hoping for the best appointments, um, results, I'm sorry, leading up until April 14th. So for my fast, I decided to sacrifice a couple of things. The first thing that I'm giving up is meat until 6 p.m. I would give it up entirely, but not eating is a trigger for my headaches. And I'm not trying to make the situation worse. So I figured I can compromise until 6 p.m. I don't eat red meat or pork anyway. So it'll pretty much just be like fish and shrimp, stuff like that after 6. So we'll see how that will go. The second thing I'm sacrificing is social media, which is something that I actually wanted to make more of the focus of today's episode because it's a reason why I'm willingly putting all socials on the shelf. I've fasted from social media a few times in the past, which is like not challenging to me. Um, That's why I wanted to match it with the meat, but it's something that I feel like is necessary and needed in a lot of our lives. So I'm going to tap into that in just a second, but additional to fasting, I'm also going to use this month to continue to work towards my self-development and just you know, improve myself. I know last episode I talked about the finish what you started mindset. And since then I've been very adamant about making sure my kitchen is clean before I go to sleep, making my bed in the morning, stuff like that. I even started a new book that I have to finish now. So I'll be substituting the time that I will usually spend scrolling on social media, flipping through the pages of my new book. Um, If you guys... I'm wondering, the book that I'm reading is called Start Your Own Consulting Business, Your Step-by-Step Guide to Success by Entrepreneur Press. I don't know if anyone who is listening is thinking about starting their own consulting business, but if you are, I would definitely recommend that you get this book because it is a great read. Definitely get it. Listen, I attended this class and the instruct- the instructor drew a diagram on the board, and he explained it like, okay, on one side is the stuff that you know, and on the other side is the stuff that you don't know. And then on the other side is the stuff that you don't know that you don't know. In other words, there's always some valuable information out there that we don't know that we're lacking. So even if you're in a certain field, it doesn't hurt to continue to learn more about the field you're in because you may not know what you don't know. I hope that makes sense. So just learn. Just continue to grow. Continue to stretch your mind. There's too much information out here to just think that you have it all programmed. If you're in the beginning stages or you just want to learn more about your field, I would definitely say check out those books. The Entrepreneur Press has a lot of startup books um anywhere from like how to start your own nonprofit to how to start your own restaurant to how to start your own PR business. The list is endless so I just want to throw that out there. I'll actually um find the link to their books and leave it in the description notes if that's helpful for anyone as well. So back to this social media thing. I've decided to fast off of social media for a month with an exception of one hour a week, only for business purposes, because you know I need to post and check stuff, um, but only to post and be gone. I'm 24, and if you guys are my age or older, our childhood was lit, we didn't have social media. We didn't rely on our electronics. We really dug into our creativity, like, just really enjoyed just being present. Like, Double Dutch was our glory days. It was something about passing notes in schools that really just spoke to our innocence. And nowadays, you have 13-year-olds who are passing as 21-year-olds on Instagram, because their faces beat to the gods and puberty no longer consists of acne and dry skin. Like, it's crazy. Social media can be a wonderful place to grow your business, which it should be. But in the same sense, it can be a very toxic environment if you're not completely secure with yourself and your circumstances. It's so easy for us to scroll and to look at everyone else's journey and feel inadequate because it seems like everyone is moving faster than us or creating things we wanted to create before us or whatever the case may be. And it can really just be depressing. Like what happened to the times where we were actually present in the moment, sitting with our friends on the front stoops, reflecting on our life goals? It seems like now our goals reflect that standard that society places on social media. Oh, oh, okay, so now you're telling me that I should contemplate getting booty shots and lip injections because the Kardashians are our new beauty standard? Or I should be frowning down at my man for not surprising me with a jet on Valentine's Day? Or I should be based in the way I run my business strictly off the way the next woman runs hers because she seems successful. No. Don't get lost in the sauces. Or brother. I ain't even gonna count y'all out. It's 100% okay to be yourself. And when you feel like you're losing yourself, you may want to take a, a break away from social media. Social media is fabricated. The reason why people's lives seem so glamorous is because it's a bunch of highlights. People only post what they want you to know about them, which is more than likely the good things. Don't nobody want you to know that they're homeless or that they're struggling or that they may be going through bankruptcy for obvious reasons. There's always a time to speak on your transgressions and doing it in the moment may not be as inspiring as it will once you make it through the storm. That's why when you hear people's stories like Oprah, when you hear her story, you become amazed as well as inspired. Like, dang, I never knew auntie went through all of that. But in the same sense, it gives you hope and it just makes you want to continue pushing. So... Instagram is a highlighted version of people's lives. And some or most of it is even fake. It's so easy to throw a filter on and appear to look good. But if someone shadowed you for a day, would you model the same person you appear to be on social media? Would you have integrity? Will you still be godly? Will you still be motivated? Will you still be making five figures daily? How will you be paying for your trips, sis? Or is this all a cover-up? Or a fake it till you make it, if you will? It's, It's so important that we get back to the root of who we are and not allow outside influences to dictate the way we operate our business. Again, social media is a great accessible platform that we should utilize to grow and promote our business. But we should not use it to compare and copy in ways that will ultimately force us to lose our own authentic- authenticity. So it's okay to take a break. I, I'm a victim, I'm not even, I wouldn't even say I'm a victim child, but I, can say that I've got caught up in the sauce as well. I know that I've looked at other women who may look like me, maybe be in the same age as me, and I um, have tried to do things within my business that they've done in theirs because I felt like, oh, if they're successful doing it, then maybe I can do it and be just as successful. And that's not what God had for me. So it just doesn't work like that. You can't compare your situation, your calling, based on someone else's, based on social media. You can't compare your chapter to anyone else's. You're exactly where you're supposed to be in your journey. And if it's hard for you to see that, then it may be helpful for you to fast off of social media as well. I hope this message spoke volume to someone today. Maybe you have been feeling out of place, but you didn't think that social media had an influence on your season of becoming. Maybe this is the first time that you're even relating the two. Or maybe this is just a reminder that you need to find yourself again. Some other ways that I find it helpful to process my development is by the process of elimination no shade i know there's plenty of queens out there doing their thing and i'm all about woman empowerment but if there's anyone on my timeline that is making me feel lesser making me feel inadequate making me feel behind then i simply have to hit the unfollow button not because he or she did anything wrong but because I'm still in the process of accepting my chapter and I can't allow anything to make me feel like I'm on the wrong page. So start unfollowing people until you get to that place where you're genuinely secure with your journey. I'll also limit my use. Again, that goes back to fasting, but if you have an iPhone, I don't know anything about Androids, but if you have an iphone on there you have a screen time option where you can cap your screen usage maybe you're noticing that you're spending way too much time consuming other people's lives that is taken away from yours and your business simply set your allowance to a couple of hours a week and substitute that time to some sort of self-development pick up a book go work out take a class not everything needs to be televised make silent moves Lastly, I would suggest starting a gratitude journal. There are so many things that we overlook and forget to be grateful for, but when we create that journal and we write in it on a regular basis, it just puts things into perspective for us and it gives us an attitude of gratitude. Trust and believe when you are secure with where you are and who you are, you will have no problem rooting for everyone around you. And once you're full, you'll have no problem pouring into others. So we just need to make sure that we're taking the necessary steps to get there. Let's just vow to do that. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate your ratings and advice. I thank you guys in advance and I will meet you here next week.